Hello everybody and welcome to my podcast Raising Little People. I'm Sally Ann Robinson and I'm here to help you navigate the wonderful world of parenting. Today I'd like to talk to you about building routines and boundaries when you're out with your children um, and you have the fear that they may um, have a tantrum, have a, a complete emotional breakdown if you dare say no to them. And this can happen you know, in the most crowded of places, you might be in Sainsbury's, you might be in the garden centre, you might be at a friend's house. It's one of the biggest things I talk to parents about in the fact that it's just a nightmare for you. And it's embarrassing. You feel people are judging you. Everyone's looking at you. You don't want your children to be or your child to be seen as the naughty one, as it were. And you know that I don't use the word naughty. Um, but essentially, you just don't want these situations happening when you're out in crowded places and to be judged for it. That That's the bottom line, isn't it? Um, so I've, I've recently had a, a lovely conversation with one of my parents and we were discussing exactly this about the fact that when when you're out, you just don't want this fallout of having a meltdown with your little one, then having to deal with that in front of a lot of people. And the the scenario came for this lady, as I'm sure it does with so many of you and so many people I've spoken to, is the fact that it's just easier to give in. So um, the the problem with that is that it just creates a scenario where the children get used to the fact that no means yes. And no matter how many times you say no, in the end, they wear you down. They don't even know that you're, they're wearing you down. But in the end, they know that it's going to be a yes. So um, they'll just keep going until they get what they need. Children are, are very fickle. They're very um, egocentric. So the most important person in the world. And I think, you know, they will keep going until they have their needs met. So it does mean wearing you down until eventually you say yes. But of course, you know, in these scenarios, I will always say to you that you are the captain of your ship. You're the leader of your family and you have to decide and help your children through um, that if, if this doesn't suit you at this time and the answer is no, then the answer is no. And you stick with that. And that can be really hard work. And some some people don't like me using the phrase of, you know, pick your battles. Um, but I, I sometimes think it does feel like a battle. If, if we're being really honest, it does feel like a battle. And sometimes it's easier for you to give in or it feels like it's easier for you to give in and, and give them what they need. But of course, that happens then every single time you go out because they know eventually that no means yes and they get what they need. So I'm going to give you some useful tips as to what you can do to actually help these situations along so that it's better to deal with the fallout a few times um, <clears throat> in a scenario than than it is to keep giving into them. So here's a few tips. I'm going to use a garden centre as uh, as a, a place that you've you've gone with your children, and you in many times before you've been and there's been a fallout and you just give into them. So you're not going to give in to them anymore. OK, and it's all done incredibly positively. We're, we're not we're not in a in a scenario, in a situation where we're going to tell our children off. We're not going to be telling them they're naughty. We're not going to have any of these sit out times and timeouts. I don't believe in any of that. But we will hold their attention when no means no. OK, so you're in the garden centre. What I would do as a rule number one is give your children a routine before you even go. So tell them what's going to happen. So before you go, you can say we're not going to be buying anything for you today. 
Okay, you're very clear in your communication, very clear in your execution as to what's going to happen. But you can give them some idea of what they they can do. So we're saying what they can't do. We're not going to be buying any toys today. But hey, we are going to have a look at some plants for the front garden. Why don't you help me choose some? You're more likely then to get your child involved in what you do want them to do. You could make um, a shopping list. For instance, depending on how old your children are, you could make a shopping list for them of all the, you know, you're going to buy some yellow plants and some green plants or or you're going to need some compost or you're going to need a trowel or something. So write down a list and maybe put some little pictures with it so they've got a very visual as to what they can tick off of their list. So they've got something very active to do. Um, in so many scenarios, children are just, in my opinion, dragged around these shops and they're not given any focus to do. And then, of course, they get bored. And that's when they get this, you know, idea in their head that they, they want this or they want that. And then you get worn down on the fact they keep saying they want and you end up giving in. Whereas if you give them the focus of what's going to happen when we get there, a scenario and a routine about what we're going to do when we when we're there and give them a shopping list you could give them the basket to hold or they could push their own trolley some of these places have their own little trolley now that they could actually push around and put some things in the more likely they are to be involved in what you're doing the more likely they're going to enjoy it and you're going to enjoy it and then they're not even going to think about what they want because they're actually helping you get what you all need for your garden so that's a really good one so give them a routine before you before you even start and then give them a focus. So you give them a tick sheet, um, some, some helpful things that they can buy, a scenario they can get involved in. They might, if they've got an older brother or sister or they go off with dad, they might go and have a look elsewhere at something. Just give them a, a complete focus on what they can do when they get there. And then you need to prepare for the fallout because even though you've prepared your child and you've given them a focus and you've given them a routine, you've told them what is going to happen and what isn't going to happen, Children live in the moment. It's just the way their brain is developing right now. They can't live too much in the future. They can't live too much in the past. They live very much in the future. And their brain is just designed at the moment to fulfill any unmet needs. So I will always talk about their upstairs brain and their downstairs brain. So their downstairs brain is a fully functioning emotional brain right now. This is where their flight and fight kicks in. This is where the scenarios of it's not fair. I want, I want that. That part of the brain is triggered and uh, is fully functional. Whereas the upstairs brain is all about their logical thinking. And of course, in that moment when they want something, the logical brain just isn't it, it just isn't catching up with what's going on elsewhere. And of course, they're then put in these situations of I want that toy, I want that uh, sweets or whatever they want. And of course, you're saying no. And their brain is saying that's not fair. We're going to get what we need. And then they start having their meltdown. So you need to prepare for that fallout in the fact that it doesn't matter how much you give them a routine, how much you give them the focus. They still may, certainly in the beginning, while you're putting these kind of routines and boundaries in place for them, they're still going to have that fallout. So prepare for that because they do live in that moment. What you need to do in those moments is if you've said no, remind them of the fact that that was our routine in the beginning. Do you remember we said that you could go and find X, Y, Z on your shopping list, but we're not going to be buying any toys today. And of course, they've forgotten all of that at that point. And that toy is the, the toy that they've been longing for, that they've wanted for for so long. And they love those sweets and they must have them. And, and of course, they start having a bit of a meltdown. This is where you need to really hold your ground. 
<clears throat> and you really need to be focusing on the fact that no means no. And it's not about being powerful with them and telling them off and you're not having it and, and, and all of that. It just means no. And this is what you've agreed. And that's how it's going to be. The magic ingredient with any of this is actually remaining consistent with the no. If you've said it, you need to follow through with it. And again, it's not about being mean to our children, but it is helping them feel very much in control with those boundaries about you being the captain of the ship and them understanding how we conduct ourselves when we're out and, and what we can do when we go out and what a lovely time we can have when we go out. So your little one starts having a bit of a meltdown and they're jumping up and down. What you've got to do is really ignore everybody else in that scenario because there'll always be somebody standing there saying, oh, they're not telling their child off. That child's having a tantrum. They're out of order. Or they're going to be the person saying, oh, my goodness, that parent is too harsh on their child. They're telling them off. They shouldn't be telling them off. Um, I guarantee most people are just so thankful that it's not them dealing with the child who's having the tantrum at that point. Believe me, they will be very happy listening in the background, going off the other way, thinking, thank goodness, that's not me. OK, so just block all of that out at that point, because all of these scenarios that you put yourself in with with your children and for them mainly is all about a learning curve. It's all about them understanding how to kind of interact with certain kind of things in the world so boundaries rules they're going to have to deal with that when they're older they're going to have to comply sometimes to different rules so this is a really good learning opportunity um, to actually show your child guide your child and hold their emotions when they're feeling most vulnerable i.e when they're having a tantrum so you do need to hold your ground you need to tune into them with them and say look i really understand that you're feeling frustrated angry Tell, tell me where you're feeling it in your body. Where where are you feeling this anger? It might be in their chest. It might be in their tummy. It does make it quite visual if you can talk about feelings with children. And I know historically in parenting, exactly the way I was parented as well, children's feelings don't often come into it. We don't really often sit and say, how do you feel about that? Um, we're always trying to bring our children back to happy and, and back to calm. But of course, they've got to learn and understand about these range of emotions, whether it's anger, frustration, happiness, um, sadness, all of those ranges of emotions they really need to learn about. So this is a really good opportunity to say, I get you, buddy. You know, I see that you're feeling frustrated, but we agreed we wouldn't be buying anything today. So you can either carry on with your list and we go round or we can just leave the shop. You know, you give them a choice of what they want to do. And I think the more you do this, the more you do these scenarios and you take on this battle, as it were, and you take on these learning opportunities with your children, the, the quicker they understand that where the boundaries lie and they actually feel much safer and more secure when they know what's going to happen when you go out. They know that if you say no, it means no. And it just becomes a normal situation for them. But of course, then it's absolutely lovely when sometimes occasionally and I'm not talking often, just occasionally if they say, I really love that toy and you're going you're having a lovely time while you're out that you say, yeah, OK, let's get it. How lovely. Doesn't have to be no all the time. But certainly if you've said no, no means no. And you really need to follow that through. And 
the point for me is when I when I do work with parents and they're in these scenarios and, and they happen all over the place. It doesn't have to be just when you're out. You know, you're going to find yourself in this scenario when it's bedtime, when it's getting out of the bath time. You've you've said everything about, you know, when it's time to get out of the bath, we get out. And of course, when it is time, they don't want to get out. The, the mood changes, the atmosphere changes. You're going to find these scenarios all the time. But the tighter you are with your boundaries and the more consistent you are with your communication and you're consistent with your follow through, whether it's yes or no, then the the safer and more secure the children feel to know how to interact with these sort of scenarios. And then the nicer time you have. So it's actually better if you've got a little one right now that is going through this and they're finding it quite um difficult when they're out let's stop making them bad and wrong it really does come down to us as a parent to hold the fort to be that anchor to be that strong that strong leader for our children and and let them know they're learning about life at the end of the day they've only been here a minute amount of time and it doesn't matter if you say it once twice 300 times you need to say it one more time to them it can all be done with love it can all be done with compassion Um, But you do need to hold your ground. And that's when they feel the most safest in these situations. So give that a go. Give them a routine. Give them a focus. Prepare for the fallout and hold your ground. And then repeat in every single scenario that you're faced with in these situations. And I hope that you find that um, fun (laughs) in in some sort of ways. I do, do hope that you're able to kind of work through those scenarios and then the magic will really happen when you come out of these. Give it a couple of weeks of being really tight on those, whatever they are. Um, And then when the children really start responding and you can go out and have a lovely time, that's when you can reap the rewards that this is, is really, really good stuff. So I really do want you to enjoy it.